Welcome to First Generation Burden, a series of conversations with immigrants and the children of immigrants. My name is Rich Tu and I'm your host. This is episode 27 of First Generation Burden, and it's the second part of our conversation with the co-founders of Sunday Afternoon, Juan Carlos Pagan and Ahmed Klink. We recorded this in the Listening Party Studios at Canal Street Market, and uh, it's a continuation of last week. If you heard last week, thanks for checking it out. Um, it was a really long one, so felt best to cut it up into two parts. This time, we talk about pettiness and also haterade in the creative industry, and there's a lot of that going on. We talk about the pros and cons of the perception of youth, and also the sacrifices of opening up your own studio, among several other things. Nothing's really off the table with these two. And then we talk about who owns StefanSagmeister.com. It's pretty surprising. Check it out. We reveal that in the, somewhere in the halfway point. So without further ado, the second part of our conversation with Juan Carlos Pagan and Ahmed Klink. You know, I don't know. Do you have to almost as an artist remove yourself from that and just go with your gut? Yeah. Well, I, I, I do a lot of stuff from gut. Are you guys gut gut guys? Yeah, definitely. Are we, are we gut. some gut boys up in here? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I think, listen, you gut. can... You can uh, try to like post rationalize anything, sure, right? sure. But like usually you're making stuff from like, like got, a sort of a guttural place, of course. And then you know, yes, you're taking in information from like you know the outside world. You're listening to people that you're working with or working for, but you're still making things that like please you. Yeah, and that's like that's deep. That's internal. Yeah, yeah. But gut, I think, also is is instinct based on insight and also based on a. Uh, and education. Right. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's trained in, in some way. Yeah, I, I think that even like anyone, any one of us in this room, if we were put into a situation where, um, remember on Bravo, they did, uh, what is it, that that art show was like Project Runway, mm-hmm. but then China Chow hosted it. I forget the name of it. It was a competitive uh, art creation show. Uh, but I feel very confident that if any of us were to be put in that context, we'd have to make something that was effective um, under duress with a short amount of time, we could execute pretty damn well. Mm. Something that would be at least, you know, beautiful or, you know, impactful. Mm. Right. Efficacy is one of those things that becomes difficult to quant- like to like make sense of yes. when it comes down to design. Uh, because you don't, you don't know how effective it's going to be until it lives into, in the world for a certain amount of time, it's specifically like identity systems and branding, right? Yeah, you gotta um, go on your gut. Yeah, that like yeah. that the efficacy of that becomes really difficult to like want, like make sense of. Um, I think other graphic design mediums might like like a campaign or like a poster. Like there's, there's like immediately like oh this this is working or it's not. Um, right, and an identity system. I think that if it's you have to go with your gut and thinking that it's rooted in something that you believe in. Sure. Right. Yeah. And then it just needs to live in the world. Yeah. You know, and and I think Michael Beirut said this and I think it's really, really true. It's like, you know, like a logo is just like an empty like vessel. Right. It doesn't mean anything until the brand pours like meaning. Yes. Inside of it. Yes. Right. And it's imbued with value from the company. So all you're really doing is giving them sort of a company sort of an Mm -hmm. empty cup. And it's up to them to really like figure out what they're going to put inside the cup. You know, people know about the like the Pinterest thing and they associate me with it. But like I, I just did my job. Yeah. And they built a great company. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just did my job as a graphic designer. I was like, oh, here's an identity that I think captures what you guys want to capture right. as a company. Yeah. And they filled it up with all this stuff, good or bad. Sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, that, that, that's perfectly 
true for a lot of brands, Apple and yeah, like the same thing, right? It's a yeah. great logo, but the values of the brand are poured into the, it. Yeah, and a lot of people have a hard time separating. This one, This is an interesting thing, right? Like I have a lot of conversations with potential clients who are like, oh, I want the identity to mm-hmm. be like, like the Nike swoosh and stuff. And what they're there and I see what they're doing. They're they're associating all these brand values with a mark, which is exactly what Nike, for instance, wants to do. But if you remove all that and you just look at the the shape, you have like that's a different conversation. And people have a hard time looking at like design objectively. Yes. Because the brands did such a good job pouring value into these like shapes, right. you know, like we'll see. Like, we, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to get into it. I, like we're get just, into it. Well, we, you know, we have like, we had, we had a client that like showed us like the Celine logo. Okay. The logo type Celine way back in the day, you know, gotcha. uh, this was when they pre rebrand pre rebrand. Yeah, yeah. Like, Oh, we want to mark like this. And then we showed them sort of a lot of stuff that like lived maybe in that space and like, Oh, it doesn't, you know, and I'm like, what you're doing is associating all your memories heritage. and heritage of mm-hmm. Celine into this mark, which yeah. is br- brilliant marketing on their end. But if you just look at the shapes themselves, it really doesn't really do much. It's beautiful typographically, right. but they're, you know, they're doing exactly what you're like, what the brand wants you to do. So anyway, yeah. so you know, it goes for Yves Saint Laurent or right. any of these iconic brands, right? right? And I. It's funny, like I'm trying to think about photography, and and does it does it translate in that in that sense? Where if a client comes <laughs> comes to you and is like, "Hey, I want a black and white campaign," right. and you know, but don't it, you get hit with like mood boards sometimes, or like make it look like that thing? I do, I do all the time. Of course, I think that uh, it, it does help me too. Right, you know, but that's I, a that's a space where the reference makes a lot of sense. I think. Right, I, I do like when the reference is my own work. <laughs> <laughs> I think I gave you one of those actually for that project we right. talked about. No, I think it's cool, but like I also it's like let me just show Ahmed all of Ahmed's shit. Do you, I actually, does that happen in in graphic design where you get like reference from your own work? That's all I get. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it's that, like mood boards of stuff that I've done in the past, which is right. really nice. At the same time, you know, you always want to create something a little new. And right. Like, right. Like, like, oh shit, damn! You want me to do that thing I did? Yeah. <laughs> I, rec- I recently had that a tough conversation with. A uh, client who wanted me to basically replicate something I've done before, and I'm like, I like, you know, I did that, tr- I did that trick, right? You know, you don't, you don't rehash the old trick. You try something new, right. you know. So it, it, and that's you know part of our jobs, right? Like taking people on this journey with us. Like, hey, you know, that was appropriate for this particular client, and yes, that might work for you. At the same time, like one, why, why would you want to do the same thing? And two, like maybe it's better if we envision it this way. Yeah, I yeah. know. I think that also, you know, when you get references from other people's work, I think that I think that's something that cinema does very well. For example, is that there's an homage mm. to previous filmmakers that is always present, and I think that in photography and design we don't talk about that enough. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of filmmakers actually will replicate a shot that they saw in a movie thirty years ago. Oh, that's interesting. Just yeah. to pay homage to it it's right it's because it impact because that shot impacted me so much and i respect it so much i'm gonna do it that i'm gonna do it right and i am gonna bring it back to life 
through my eyes. And I think that's a beautiful thing. And if you come to me with a Helmut Newton photo and yeah. ask me to bring that back to life, yes, I will. Because it's someone that I respect. It's someone that I grew up idolizing. And if you think that I'm good enough to do that, then yes, fuck yes, <laughs> you know? And I think that you have, to, you know, at the end of the day, we are artists that live in a bigger context yes. of the art itself, right? Yeah. Like we are m one of many others that created for that, you know, We're standing on the shoulders of giants, right? Yeah, like, that's, a, that's a true statement. I, I think that just, I, I agree. I think that's a beautiful thing. I think within design, it becomes quite different because there's a lot of things like, oh, he's ripping off X. There's a lot right, of like, right, 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 oh, this right, right. we have to do better in that because there's not so much of that in, in movie making, right? You, yeah. You, it, it's, it's seen throughout the lens of like paying homage to someone that you right. admired. Yeah. yeah, that's so interesting. I feel like in filmmaking, that's one of the few commercial crafts where it, from a craft perspective, continues to get better. And I think, the industry would say that it's continued to get better, but then through the lens of, I guess, design specifically, there's still naysayers that say, oh, well, it's shit now, but it used to be better for this other thing. Right. Well, yeah. Give me an example. Okay, well, I think what we will often complain about is design by committee. And I think maybe that speaks more to the process of the way that we arrive at the thing. And also going back to you know, the Tropicana logo or even like the that gap redesign from years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, people will often just poo-poo um, a new piece of graphic design um, and say like, well, that's just not as it's good as that other thing. Right. You know, because we do strive for a newness, but then the when we also overtly reference something, then and there is steal. accusations of getting, of stealing or ripping off. Yeah, there's a, there's a general pettiness within the design community. That's true. Yes. General pettiness. That's yeah. so true. And I don't know how to rectify that. I don't know if that's fixable. Yeah. You know? You think uh, it's because it's so many like small little, um, like little mini companies essentially? Like every designer is essentially their own company and everyone's competitive. It's like talking to BP and Exxon trying to get those guys in a room. Yeah. I don't really, I haven't given it like a significant thought all, like I've acknowledged the pettiness mostly because like, of blogs like every single graphic design blog that has a comment section that comment section is like the biggest pile of trash sure. burning on the internet well, right? comments just, are toxic it's toxic right it's like turn the comments off because there's yeah. really no dialogue that's being had in those spaces it's sure. just one graphic designer shitting on another that's sure. all it is right so it's like fueling this like pettiness so i've i've acknowledged the pettiness in that space uh i don't really know what's driving it or why i think that's like a lot of people sort of like internal insecurities that are being manifested uh, like now on like social, you know, which like is something Ahmed and I have given a great deal of like, we've spoken a lot about it and, you know, we, we as a, as a, as a, as Sunday afternoon and us individually as art, we do not put like negativity out into the world because that's not helping. We don't think that's helping. There's enough of it. That doesn't help the discourse. No. And it's not fruitful like dialogue about like the work in right. a critical way. It's just, one studio shitting on another and like why there's enough work in the world that everyone could be making it and right and being like giving each other props you know yes you could be thinking critically of the work sure everyone has a critical mind but like openly or socially or in on the like digital space like poo-pooing on stuff 
that's not we i don't like that it's it's just too much of it and i don't know where it's stemming from or how to fix it but we know we're not going to part like i'm not going to participate in that yeah no i know i don't think it helps anybody um and again i think you know obviously the film industry has has their own challenges but uh i think that's something they do really well like yeah. to to kind of build on previous artists yeah. and previous filmmakers and previous you know uh, art art that they liked you know i think yeah. that maybe we have to be better at that whether it's in the photography world or in the design world and be like hey you know what like i really i really liked that work i openly I, tell people right. who i'm quote unquote right. ripping off i'm like oh this is my version of lance wyman <laughs> yeah. right like I'm, yeah. I'm like i'm trying to pay homage to this designer that has impacted the way i see the world and yes. letter forms and design and such I think it's a beautiful way thing. and like people will be like oh like oh, are you ripping him off i'm like maybe I, I like I don't care. Like fuck you. I'm trying to do my version of that. I think it's a beautiful yeah. thing. It's, yeah. And and and, and transparency is the thing. Yeah. yeah right. Just be open about it. Like this is, you know, like nothing sacred. Nothing. No one owns fucking anything. Where it becomes you know? weird, where it becomes weird. I guess it's 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 if you are ripping off something that is contemporary, like that's something that lives in the world currently. And that's tricky. That's really hard because like I have a friend. I won't mention his name, but everyone rips him off. And me and him spoke, speak about it. And just to I, text me the name, and then uh, yeah, I'll say it later. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say it. But if I told you, you'd be like, "Yeah, you're right. Everyone does rip him off." Okay. Uh, and me and him are good friends, and we've spoken about this. And I understand where his frustration lies because obviously they don't do it nearly as good as he does. Right. Yeah. Oh was, wow! I got that on the first pantomime. Yeah. You nailed it because wow. everyone and no one does it nearly as good as him. And, yep. And yet, it, what it does, unfortunately, it does water down. It like, waters down the aesthetic. Yeah, which I, 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 I will say. I though, it is an aesthetic. I will say it, it is an aesthetic. It is, and and I can. What I'm, what I'm saying is that I, I can understand his frustration. Sure, sure, sure. Right. Sure, sure. Like, yes, I want people to make whatever work and put it out in the world, and no one like owns anything. And yet, as a friend and hearing his plight, like I have to give some credence to his point of view because that's real. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it, it's it's so rampant. It's like obvious i mean you mouthed me like you knew who i was talking about i did yeah and that's because it's it's crazy it's it, obnoxious yeah it's it obnoxious. is obnoxious yeah right. it's funny like when i was going through my mental rolodex of like oh who could it be and i was like oh wait it's this of course yeah, yeah. i think but that's also a thing and, and it's interesting i like you said jc i do want everyone to kind of like put out work in the world and and not take ownership of it, but I, you know, I, I used to shoot a lot of colored gels and like, I, I don't think it's hard to own an aesthetic, right? And it then, is so hard, but, but, and like a lot of photographers shoot with colored gels. And then I was like, you know, I, I think it all has to do with the, the current flow of things. Right. Sure. And, and lately I've been shooting a lot of black and white because I am actually very comfortable with no one. No one's black and white. You can't. No, no, yo, that's true. Yeah, it's just too broad of a, of a space. Yeah, yeah. You know, the good people, like the really, you, like some of the good people, like have a way, of like, setting, precedent and then moving beyond that. Hmm. You know, I know a, a bunch of designers right. that have set a style, and then abandoned it and moved on, and like everyone's chasing their old shit yeah. while they're kind of on to the next thing. Which is something that I find very. Who do you think does that really well? That's I think Alex Trocut does it really oh, well. Oh, yeah. That like, makes sense. he sets a fucking look and everyone tries to rip him off. And by the time, like, everyone's ripping him off, he's already on to the next thing because, like, he's 
like always at that next level. He's always moving forward. And that's why he's so good and like revered, I think, because he's always progressing and moving past. Right, right. You know, and I like that's super admirable. Like I, I love watching his career like grow. Curiosity too, right? Like Yes, yeah, his one, he's I think he's a like a, a curious person and, and I think he's he likes sort of trying new things and he does it with such efficacy and such like craft and quality yeah. that like people can go chase yeah him. i love that I think and that's he, that's something I, I i want to continue to like uh like enroll into like my own sort of life like trying stuff putting it into the world and then moving yeah the next thing also nothing can i don't think anything it's hard to think about but can anything be created out of a blank state oh like in a vacuum yeah i mean like okay like no and but like maybe <laughs> Because something started at some point. Sure. True. Little Big Bang. Right. Right. But, like, art. Art. Can yeah. art happen? Yeah. Can can heart can uh, can heart can art happen independent of reference? And by reference is like the like you know the your your actual like lifetime experience. Can you make art like if you were a true blank state? Is that something? I guess that's an impossible thing to answer. That's true. Because that's, no yeah, one would. That's would. a mind experiment. Yeah, it's like it's a, it's really like deeply philosophical, cat. right? Like it's it's you know the fucking tree in the forest question. Like, right. like you, it's, it becomes impossible to answer. Yeah, it, it is truly impossible to answer. Yeah. I, but I think the tree in the forest itself is an influence. <laughs> right, like anything is going to be like is going to influence. Like, you know what's going to be really interesting though. However, it's like creating art in space. Oh, explain. Yeah, I talk mean, about that. I, I think that obviously in worlds like how there's a Star Trek logo on Mars, apparently. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, and 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 worlds in worlds that obviously we probably won't be living in. But if 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 there's if there's a generation of of humans that live outside of Earth or in space, yeah, what do they go off of to create art? Oh, interesting. Huh. Like in the future, uh, like an interstellar situation. Like right. once we get out there, right? Post because that's a vacuum. That's a vacuum, right? That is like, a vacuum. It's space, right? Like what do you what do you go off of to create to make art? I feel like we need to smoke weed for this question. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we went off. The, I want to take an edible. We went off the deep yeah, end. Deep, <laughs> so deep. Yeah. Have you seen um, Neil deGrasse Tyson's? A tweet about interstellar work because you know in that scene where uh matt damon mcconaughey. And, and mcconaughey both like are just like fighting in space for some reason wait what no that yeah, was remember they get to a, yeah nah dog yeah they do i seen interstellar a lot they don't fight in space yeah they do they can do a fist fight interstellar yeah. remember when matt, matt damon oh you're right but that was on a planet it was on a planet but technically space oh i thought they were like in like space space <laughs> Like oh no like no 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 they're not they're not fist fighting space. in zero gravity right. yeah they're fighting on that planet they're that, fighting on that planet okay cool. but then Neil deGrasse Tyson's like so yeah. in the future uh, two <laughs> men in a far away planet millions of light years away get into a fist fight <laughs> and I'm like that's such good insight into what that movie was at right. its basis level sure uh, yeah question uh, what would you two do differently uh, within your careers. Ooh, nothing. Yeah, if you could, if y'all could call a mulligan, what would no, it be? Nothing. I don't nothing. Think, no, everything's brought you to this point. Yeah, yeah. All the failures and like it's mostly failures, right? Let's say that you were still arriving at this point, but then you wanted to just clean up something from the past. 
but you'd still be this in my career no i don't know no yeah no i'm, I'm i think i'm fully I've, I've fully accepted yeah oh that's a good place to be I'm, yeah I'm, like it's all it's all like leads right it's all like uh it sounds what well, i mean that's a, i don't want to sound angry. pretentious but like yeah. it's all fucking like a journey right all the good the bad that's true everything in what, what would you change rich because it sounds like you you would I don't think I would change anything. I, I would probably change. Maybe, like, I don't know. Uh, I probably change like certain things about my interpersonal relationships, things like that. But then, with the steps in my career, I feel confident in those moves. But right. it's always like my my relationships with people. I I I take a lot of stock in, and I and I care about that. So I just I would probably. Want to be a better person along the way. Yeah, I think that. It's, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would just want to make sure that I was a good, good dude. Good I guy. think. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. You yeah. are. You are a good dude. Right. Oh, well, yeah. thank you. Well, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. I think that uh, you know. I, I didn't mean to sound sarcastic. I genuinely appreciate. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think I. Um, I would change much. Honestly, I think that uh, everything takes you to the. To the place you are, and yeah, yeah, and, and I 100 percent agree. You know, all my like, even the times I was like not. Like, <laughs> You've been some, through some shit. I've been through some stuff, and even the times when I haven't been my best version of myself. Yeah, like those are the moments in which I now think back on, and it prevents me from being like a shithead. Yeah, moving forward, right? Though I think about like to the times when I wasn't a good person, and they've been many of times. Uh, now I'm like. I don't want to be that like version of JC right. anymore. Right. So I'm actively like fighting against it. So I, I, I don't want to take that stock. away. Taking I don't want yeah, stock. Yeah. stock. I never want to take that away. Cause that's when I'm right. like, that's, that's a reference point that I'm yeah. reacting against all the time. It's like keeping me in check. Right. You know, cause I've been through some weird bad stuff and I haven't, I bet I've been a really like not a great person in my past. And I'm, I'm glad that I went through yeah, that. Yeah, man. You really used to suck. No, yeah, but, but I mean, before we even met. Yeah, I, of course. I, you know, of course. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, I think that you know? that's so important, right? You can't take that away because if, oh. you, if, you, if, you, if you do... Right. I might still be a shithead. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think there's so much value in evolving. And I think it's actually kind of a shame that a lot of um, current culture now doesn't allow for a person to evolve or come out of... Um, come out of the tunnel through their like, own personal re- darkness. Redemption. Redemption we don't, is. We yeah. don't allow for people to redeem themselves. We need to be part of a redemption culture. Yeah, we need to yeah, cultivate yeah. a yes. redemption culture. It's so important. It's hugely important because, like, growth and 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 uh, uh, yeah, growth comes out of like acknowledging you did something wrong yes. and being like, I need to do better right. and be better. And you need society or a group of people to like, uh, like, like cheerlead that like yeah, yeah you need to be a better person and we want you to be a better person because it's going to make the world better yeah it's <laughs> right? totally true yeah it's totally yeah. true i don't know if you guys been watching the show rami uh rami um, no rami it's uh, it's on it's on hulu and it's about this um this muslim muslim kid that grew up grew out in jersey um uh you know muslim we're in parents. jersey do they know? uh pro- i'm not exactly sure but it's it is definitely in jersey right gotcha and um it it's about um, you know his 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 parents immigrated from Egypt right mm-hmm. and uh, he it's based on his personal experience of growing up in uh, in in Jersey in America as as a as a Muslim kid and, and going through nine eleven oh wow um, 
and and it doesn't take place in the past it takes place in the in two, early 2000s right when, when there's an episode particularly where where he is about you know 11 or 12 years old and it, it, he goes to school and 9-11 happens yeah and uh and it, it it's you know for me as someone who 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 was born in, in Lebanon I think that that was that was so interesting to watch I think that um I don't know, like growing up, you know, growing up away, away from your roots, right, um, is, is something that maybe we don't think about enough, Yeah. right? We, we, we kind of just want to like shove it in the back of our heads some, some, sometimes, I don't know. I think that, you know, it's like, oh, I live in America now, like, and this is how things are, right? But, right. but are you, are you denying yourself? Like, are you, are you re- like renouncing to a version of yourself? You know, in some way. <clears throat> yeah, Dick, do you, do you guys feel that uh, you you have to address your roots in some way, or that's not a, it's not, it's not a. I don't, know, I don't think about it. Really? No. Right. Yeah. I, I don't want like the, the particular kind of work that I do, though. Sure. Sure. I don't sure, think sure. it's like super like necessary right like i'm sure like some of the it's not a parameter of success i think (sighs) and or just like i'm sure that what i've seen in my past and the things that i find visually interesting or valuable are probably rooted in like like where i where i come from right so it's i think it's just in my work it's going to show no matter it's what. It's going to show no matter what. Sure. Right? Yeah, sure, I don't sure. think I have to like try to make it one thing or another. It's just going to be what it is cuz those are the those are right. the forms and shapes and but colors it, that inform like yeah, I think my in, personality. Yeah, in that particular show, it, it's less, you know, he's not an artist, right? He's just a regular guy, but it, but, but he he kind of struggled to find his his space in in uh you know, both of his parents are are, are Egyptians and 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 he like growing up away from your roots uh he, he, he kind of you know has 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 a trouble understanding understanding who he is right like he's trying to be a muslim guy like trying to go to the mosque and pray but at the same time he also wants to go to the party on the upper east side and mm-hmm. like yeah. you know like like finding that maybe, maybe you know it's tough right like i think i think it it, it is really interesting i think you, both of your parents are filipino right yeah right? they're both like, filipino yeah they came here in the 60s and, and and it's so interesting, right? I yeah. came, I came here by myself, but when I grew up in France, I, I do remember that, you know, like growing up in, in like a, a kind of like a Lebanese, uh, you know, home. But then when you go out there to school, it's French, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, right. It's uh, sure. It's 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 fascinating to to kind of like and but maybe that what mold that is what molds you, right? Yes. Like that yes. that is what. That reference you, point or the multiple reference points. Right. The multiple reference points, right? Like you have the reference points of of, of, of of like Lebanon and like how that looks like and you have the reference points of like France and like how that looks like and like the way these two cultures kind of like yeah. come in together. Yeah. Makes me kind of like, all right, I could live anywhere. Like I, cause I do feel like you, I- You can adapt. I, I can you can. Adapt, I, I right? feel like we, I, I had to learn adapting. Like I feel like most kids that live sort of these like dual cultural lives- like figure a way to adapt pretty quickly, right? Like when I went to school, I was just like, like regular, like regular American like kid in like a predominantly like white school. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I came home, that was like a different hat I put on, and right. it was like 
you know, where it was very Latino and like that's yeah. how I grew up at home. But right. the I was able to adapt very quickly. Yeah, you know? it is so interesting, man. And it I don't is. think it. I think people like all oh, that's personality. A lot of platanos at your house for sure. Yeah, absolutely, and rice and beans, and you know, like that. You know, not just from like a food perspective, but just the way we. Sp- I spoke to my parents. Yes. Like there's a different level of respect. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, like when I come home, it's just different. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, yeah. right. Uh, but when, you know, when I'm out and like hanging out with my friends, like, you know, I was just like, you know. Right. You have this duality, right? Yeah. And it's funny because I, I, I recently, I, I, I brought my wife to, uh, to Lebanon for, for the first time uh, last summer. And, and she said, this 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 completely makes sense. Hmm. You know, it makes sense as who you are and where you come from. Like, it's funny. Hmm. It's maybe you can't see it, but someone else that is close to you on the outside can see it. You right. know, I think that, and it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. And I'll, I think that, you know, not, yeah, not forgetting that is, is important. Yeah. Um, so bit of a pivot here. Right now, we're we're kind of in this self-care moment. And the reason I want to touch on this is because it's kind of been filling my mind. Yeah. So we're in this self-care moment, right? Like kind of goes back to the whole like, you know, cultivating of a redemption culture, mm-hmm. right? Post-cancel culture. Um, and I know that we all came up in the world of hustle, right? We came up in the hustle culture. A lot of kids still don't sleep. A lot of kids, a lot of kids definitely hustle and don't sleep for sure. But like what does success within our world when there's still so much put upon us, what does that look like moving forward? Because I know that we're all workaholics at this table. Like what, what is that next step with, within that context? Sure. Yeah. I think so. I, my, my point of view on this is shifting pretty, pretty significantly. I, I, I used to be very much in the like, like work until you like can't anymore. Right. Like camp. Coal right? mining. Yeah. Like, like just break yourself in like, and put it, pour yourself into the work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's punching himself and in the face. And it's non, <laughs> it's non-sustainable. Right. Uh, and it can, it's also because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm getting a little bit older now, you know, and like, I just simply mm-hmm. can't like function without like, you know, drinking like, you know, like Essential healthy, water. healthy, yeah. healthy, good, like, you know, water, purified water or like sleeping eight hours and spending time with people that I care about. Like that's like now taking like, uh, you know, like that's taking more, more of a front seat, I think. Yeah. Or like just being healthy, like, you know, like going for a run, like right. stuff like that. And I think that's making my work better because I'm like caring for myself. Right. And so I'm spending less time in the like struggling through the shit and just when i get to work i'm like focused i'm present i'm there i'm healthy i'm like hydrated Mm -hmm. you know i'm giving my body all the stuff it needs and i'm like i can make the work that i want to make yeah right you know and i think we have this like not (laughs) we have this like gary v like world now where everything's like hustle till you fucking die you know yeah yeah and i'm like all right it's so funny i agree i agree i i i am in in the same space for sure i think that uh Sometimes you know we have we have interns coming by the studio and uh, yeah. and, and <laughs> it looks like they haven't slept in like <laughs> 
they're so tired. Two weeks, right? But it's, <laughs> but then, and you know, it's something we talked about with with Jens, uh, one of our former designer, actually. Oh, yeah. Currently at currently, Apple. Currently mm-hmm. at Apple, and yeah, he left us. Um, right. He doesn't Jens own StefanSagmeister.com? I think yes, he does. He does. He does. He does. <laughs> he does. That's, that's fucking great. That's wild. It's the greatest thing. I, yeah. <laughs> Can we just make that known? Yeah. That Yens. Guys, owns. check out StefanSagmeister.com. Yeah. You're going to see some really <laughs> see some dope work. Right, yeah. right. I think that. So he. he <laughs> By another great European. He, he was talking about when he was at SVA, you know, seeing a lot of students that, that are not sleeping a lot, right? But at yeah. the same time, he's like, they're they're pushing the pixel from left to right. Yes. Or, and they can't make a decision. Yes. Right. I think that if you get in that space, it, it becomes really difficult. Yeah, yeah, because then you're just like depriving yourself of like, like you're depriving your health for nothing. Like the output isn't there. Right. Right. It's one thing to be like, like young and pushing yourself and excited about the work and not sleeping. Like we yeah. all went through that. And I think actually that's kind of maybe an important like stage in, in one's life where like stuff is pouring out of you and you're making great work and you're at least excited about the work. Right. And you're maybe, maybe your body's taking more of a hit. Listen, I've done that. And I think. It was a great time yeah, of my yeah, life, yeah, so yeah. I think it was like a stage. It was yeah. an adventure. It was an adventure, yeah. and I, I guess, shaved years off of my life. Yeah. I'm sure <laughs> doing that. Yeah, and sometimes I'll still do that, like occasionally when certain projects, like when yeah. we did like the ADC Cube this year, right? Like that. Oh, like yeah. I'm sure that cut off a couple of years of my life, but like that's not the norm. That's right. not the norm. And it's it's not the norm, be the norm anymore. Not anymore. Not right. Anymore. And like now it's up to like you know, a younger batch of kids to come up and like put them, their bodies through the, yeah. the ringer. Yeah. Maybe. But and I, I think there's a certain maturity in, in our work that shines as, as you progress as an artist, right? Yeah. They're, they're, the work is made differently, you know? Right. And, the work and, is made differently. Very sure. true. The work very is true. made differently. And I think that it, that is very important. It's very valuable as well. Like I, you know, like I, I've been flying to Milan like once a month almost to shoot for like Vanity Fair Italia, which has been amazing. And I'm like, God damn it. Like if I wasn't in a mental space that allows for clarity. Yes. I don't think I could burn be out able so to quickly. Do like that. like 10 years you ago, would, would you have been physically able no. or mentally able? I, I would have probably made shit work. Yeah. Every, you know, like right. I, I, I. You would have taken it. You would have flew out there and you would have been like maybe a little disappointed with the output. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that, you know, not, I don't think that. The self-care movement is all right, but I it's I certainly think there's value in it a yeah. little bit. You For know? <laughs> sure. And I, I like I like it because it goes against this whole like you know like hustle culture. Yeah. Like which I think as good as some of the It's outfits. funny that you said the Gary Vee thing because he's changing his perception as well, right? Is he? Now. Well he's I see him as like like the, the the mean dad to tell that tells yes. you like to work harder. He's unfortunately listen. I think he's brilliant and he's great, right? Yes, uh, I agree. With, he, I agree he, with the duality of that. Yeah, and he unfortunately has become so successful and become such a big voice that um, he's like your he, mean uncle from Belarus. Yeah, but he's like he's hit like shit. this guru status. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. So people are looking at him and he's like like yeah like the the strong dad sort of like you know like eat peanuts and like work hard, which I think does have a space. It does. It, there's some real shit there, uh, and but we don't. We also need people. Did to, you just say eat peanuts and work hard? Yeah, that's so funny. Which is fine. It's true. You know that's and that's real. And I think people. It's like Creed too, like Dolph Lundgren, like <laughs> <Right>. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I also think people need to like take care of themselves. Yeah, take care. Of yourself. As I get older, I be I want people to care about the, themselves. Absolutely. You know, I'm also becoming like I've noticed that increasingly like sensitive 
You know? Oh, my God. Fuck, dude. Yeah. yeah. I am crying all the time now. I'll, sure. I'll watch a commercial. I'm like, why the fuck am I tearing up? I'll tell Allie. I'm just like, yo, I'm... <laughs> I'm getting really emotional right now. I don't know why. Sure. Yeah, it happens all the time. I, I don't know what it is. I feel the same thing. I'm getting increasingly so. I I, I want people around yeah. me and people I care about to take yeah. care of themselves yeah. because I like I care about them and I love them and I want them to be yeah. like okay. Yep. You know. Yeah. No. Totally. I think that makes perfect sense. We've and, chatted about this. I oh, think too. Sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think that you know it's, it's sad. Like I don't know. I don't. I don't want my friends to hate their lives. You know. Right. Like I. I don't want that. No. I, I don't think it's. I don't think it's. Uh, you know, and that goes into a much deeper conversation about how the way the system is all structured. Yeah, and like the system we, is broken. You know, but but like I at the core of it, it's like, hey, man, I mean, if you are not happy in the place you are, I I want to help you change that. Right. Yeah. Like I think that and, and people should strive for that. I think every single one of us should strive to be the better version of themselves. Right. right. I think. And, and that will transpire in many ways. Yeah, and anything can have like, so I think what we're saying is, you know, I think anything can have extremes, right? Like the hustle culture can be really like unhealthy, but the self-care can go all the way to the other way where mm -hmm. no one's doing anything. Mm -hmm. Like right. oh, I'm always like always in self-care mode means you're not working. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. So like, <laughs> too much of anything. Too much of anything yeah. is like bad, yeah. right? Like it's, if you're it's working. It's not all milk baths and uh, <laughs> essential water. <laughs> no, it's not. It's And it's not all like, you know, eating yeah. peanuts and working until you. Like Absolutely. Ten yeah. days so. silence meditation retreats are not productive. Right. So <laughs> that being said, I don't think we should. You know, uh, on the on the other side of the spectrum, I don't think we should. You know, do ten days of work marathons where yeah. you don't sleep either. Agreed. Like, right. You know, I think the the the, 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 the right now part of society is pushing everyone to be hyper productive, right? Yes. Or like to be efficient and to be like, you know somehow more machine-like. Yeah, like if you're not like 100% productive all the time, right. it's like, what value do you bring? And you're like, wait, hold on. Are, is this how we're quantifying value? Right. Right. And I think that has a lot to do with like just the tech space a lot too. Yeah, for right. sure. Right. 100%. Yeah. And I don't think it's right. Like I, I don't think that is, it, it's not because a lot of people burn out out of that, right? Like, but like, oh my sure. God. And and they have, there's also fears, like fear in, installed in them a little bit in people that if they are not 100% productive all the time, someone else is going to take their job or their place. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fear yeah. culture is so... Like, that's another element of toxicity right now. I think we just well, need to... Well, it's pervasive within, like, like yeah, design like studios, up. with advertising agencies, with tech startups. Absolutely. It's, like, it's pervasive. It's un, it's super unhealthy. It is um, very unhealthy. Yeah. And, and but, you know, as... How do you get good work out of people if they're scared? I don't know I don't if that's... Do. I don't know if that's possible. Yeah, you don't. You, you're going to get safe work. You're going to get work that might sell to a client. Great. Awesome. Right? right? But you're not going to get make get great work that's going to, like... But the KPIs have changed. The KPIs are based on impressions and like amount of eyeballs and it's a cold metric that doesn't speak to um, emotional value, which I think is what we're talking about in terms right. of like art. Right. Does, it, does that sure, track? I think so. But at the same time, like if you're, if you're, it's good if you're safe and you feel like you can make mistakes and you could take chances, you actually might make work that has like, like quote unquote higher sort of KPI value. Yes. Like you might be bringing something new to the table because you're not in fear of losing your job. You know, you're right, not going right, right, right. to make fucking safe work. There's That's a, true. No, no one, no one makes good work when they're in fear of losing their jobs. No. Right. I, I do think that, 
unfortunately part of the system is moving in that weird space where there is fear and, and if there's fear you can't really speak out about how you feel right because yes. you think that and you can't take chances you can't take chances and you don't you feel restricted right sure and and i and you and then in turn you feel unhappy and then when you feel unhappy you tend to not take care of yourself and then right. it's a whole it's a spiral it's a spiral right because then you're starting to like self-medicate yeah. right and then you're like drinking more you know or whatever right and you're not maybe you're not it, it's a really it's a yeah, scary it's a, cycle it, yeah and then the, the cycle starts with you know like that that fear that is installed in you in in, in some way right yeah yeah dude i mean it goes back it's funny something all the things that we spoke about when we're talking about like building sunday afternoon like having a space that's like not fear-based and people feel like like positive and happy and like yes. they're able to like experiment and make like weird stuff and without the worry of like losing their their, their, their job or yeah. you it's know? a safe space for yeah. true creativity yeah let's make let's try at least let's try let's, let's try. try let's try yeah. i don't know yeah. there's things i love that, that I, mentality there's yeah. things i don't know about i don't know about augmented reality i don't know about any of that but like if people want to try shit like i think that's cool let's yeah. try yeah totally. let's try let's see how it looks like sure. you know the, be curious and and not be afraid how important do you think it is uh, to have the perception of youth? Because I know that we all, I know that we all came up <laughs> in a time when that was so big, and now I think we're all getting older. I'm thirty. Well, so I think the so the the, the, the yes, we're at an age where it doesn't matter anymore. Within the arts, like within the creativity world, we've always valued, and I say we, I'm talking about like the communities as a whole have always valued young talent. Like yes. you can track that all the way back. I mean like Mozart, Picasso, you know, the idea of the young genius has always been something that like everyone has put a premium on. Yep. Right. So it's no wonder we have like, you know, uh, awards that reflect like, like <laughs> young talent. Right. Let's, yeah. Right. And I, I'm not saying it's good about, I'm not make, putting a judgment call. Right. right. Yeah. Right. I, all I'm saying is that like, that's something that the community does value yes um and it's systemic because it's within even with like like getting like gallery representation they're not going to speak to you if you're over 45 you already have to have been showing before then like no gallery is going to get take a chance on an older artist they mm -hmm. want like the young talented like person mm -hmm. that's gonna and it, perhaps that has it like like a bottom line sort of investment perspective component to it maybe there's a number thing there but like we the society has placed a premium on young talent and I don't I don't know how to like move beyond that or yeah. like I'm not sure, but there is there is a premium to it. Uh which like what's the middle age equivalent of any of that? Because I know we have youth based awards, of course. Mm -hmm. And then you have uh lifetime achievement awards, which are at the other end <laughs> of the spectrum. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then the middle point is that just your career. That's just every other normal. Um, not that we're basing every on awards. Day and day life. Yeah, but I do think awards are slightly bullshit. But I mean, sure, know. for sure, absolutely. They're both simultaneously bullshit, and they have huge value. Yeah. So, like, and I think we could talk about the merits of that in a minute. But I do think. <laughs> so I think it's f interesting, right? Because I, I think if you know, these are the like, these are the cards we've been dealt. Yeah. Right. You have these youth-based awards, let's just say, and then you have like the middle section, which is your career, the large majority of your career. Then you have like the lifetime. I think, you know, getting this stuff, like getting these awards like early, unfortunately, sets you up to do the kind of work maybe that you might want to be doing for the like the the vast chunk of your career. Yeah. Right. Or at least it gets enough people like enough eyeballs on you. Get where, some clout. 
so you can like mm-hmm. you know get clients and and and, mm-hmm. and share your work with a large like you know audience of people mm-hmm. right uh so i feel like i feel like i find that middle space that like we're all entering now like way more fun and interesting because um now we don't have to worry about these time-based awards right. we can no just pressure. there's no pressure it's right. just like we now we have all these like like wonderful years to like just make work yeah and perception like, of use is interesting i yeah I don't know if you can, you know, again, you can't control people's perception of, of yourself, right? Yeah, that's true. Like, again, that's something that is out, like from the outside and generating from the outside. I think that um, it's tough. Like, we can't really control that. If people perceive us as young. Well, we're perceived as a young studio. Right. For sure. Because yeah. right? we are. Or like, perception of newness, if right. anything. Uh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, perception of, I mean... I think you know. the curation is a, a youthful mentality to it. Right, right. I, I also think that it, it also ties back to what you were talking about earlier is the, the, the immediacy and the, the, moment, the validation in the moment, yeah. right? Does that go back to like things that are new or automatically things that are hot or cool? You know? Sure, yeah. Like, and I did, but there's also value in like the tried and true, right? Especially when I think about sort of like... Um, design studios mm. in New York, like there's some that are like the staples and like they're tried and true. And there's a huge amount of value in that. And there's a lot to learn from like those places as well. Yeah. That have been around for a long yeah. time. That is hard, man. Like building a legacy or something that, that, and hopefully Sunday afternoon will remain to be a thing when, you know, we are gone, but like it's hard, man. There will always be Sundays, and there will always, there will always be, be afternoons. afternoons. That's true. That's big true. facts. Big facts. Yeah. And yeah. I think, you know, building something that is lasting takes long-term vision. It takes sacrifice a little bit. You know, you got to uh, or a lot of know. it. A lot of it. Right. Yeah, for sure. I think I think JC and I sacrifice a lot of stuff every day. I think that we, but it takes it takes like it's a little bit of a leap of faith, right? You have to have some kind of like long-term vision and 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 it's it's even harder to do in our society right now where everyone is like seeking immediate validation they want the new everyone wants the new all the time right yeah so stuff and i think that's partially why we opened up a studio that isn't tethered to our names right Mm. right because like there will be that's interesting there will be a point where no one wants to work with me anymore right yeah Uh, and hopefully uh the they'll want to work with someone that works at sunday afternoon that's younger and fresher and has more, uh, you know, yeah, a fresher point of view. Right. And in that case, like I can <laughs> exit I, strategy. Well, dare I say exit, like it's more or less like me, I'm, I'm aware that like this sort of like perceived youth and being like, like, you know, that's, that's, that's going to fade. Yeah. Right. Sure. And, um, we actually we spoke about this yeah, like yesterday. I think maybe yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. leaving the studio. <laughs> like, like literally leaving the studio. We talked about this yesterday. Like there's going to be a point where no one's going to want to like, well, work with me, but they'll want to work with someone new and like putting them in a place where like they're not tied to like, you know, Juan Carlos Pagan Studio. They're tied. Right. They're it's tied an afternoon it. studio, and I think right. it's also like nurturing talent is also amazing, right? Like it's super something fun. something super fun to do. Some you know bringing bringing and and bringing it up talent un- yeah. under your own studio i think is 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 huge like i think and you find you find a, a different kind of uh i think enjoyment in that right like a different kind of reward I, sure. that's the word i was looking for it's like it's a different kind of reward when 
you know, if 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 someone wants to come and work at Sunday afternoon, not because of us, but because if of of someone else's work that. I think sure. that's 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 amazing. That's right. Because you yeah. know, and just the same way we're proud when you know one of our designer goes to work for Apple. Like I think right. we, that also means we did something right. Yeah. Stefansagmeister You know. Yeah. <laughs> Go check out Stefan. This, this podcast is a huge ad for Jens Marklund. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jens. But no, I think that's that's a beautiful thing, and uh, and you know, it's almost like being a parent, but like in a in a workplace <laughs> a little bit yeah that's true but to go back to your question the perceived youth is interest it's it's a it's interesting it's valuable i yeah. think uh if you can listen these this is the game right are we playing yeah. it am i gonna play the game it yeah. is a or game. not right such a game and i'm i'm like to me like i'm 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 gonna fucking play the game right yeah. and yeah. if i have to like that's totally true win these like like young people awards to like get people interested in looking or even just yeah. looking at my work then fuck it I'm gonna yeah. do it you know, I agree with that and, 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 and it is really part of the game because I, and, and everyone wants to play the game if your studio doesn't win awards people don't want to stay there right, right. like yeah. I think that talent retention talent retention is award retention right it's like, true so like you know there's practical stuff you know like you'll you'll have designers that like are like no you know like studios like no we don't play this game like alright that's cool well, like, cool well then you know go back over there and then <laughs> yeah. uh, no one like, talk about you right you know so yeah I feel like we've done it guys I think yeah. so. I think we've uh, I really nailed really bad. <laughs> oh, oh, well, that's unfortunate. It's all that essential water. Oh, yeah, another two hours of conversation. <laughs> we've hit the halfway point. <laughs> now, um, so um, really quick, like any upcoming projects, where can we find you guys on the social media? Anything you want to plug? At We Are Sunday Afternoon. Yeah, um, that's, that's our Instagram handle. We don't tweet because... Uh, we really it's so much we, work we're not super good with words so we better we're, good with, the, we're good with the pretty uh, we're good with the images yeah, we, we're, we we're good with the eyeballs right we do pretty stuff so you can follow us at uh, we are Sunday Afternoon and uh, SundayAfternoon.us is a website uh, you can see all the rad work of a roster and also mm-hmm. all the cool fun stuff we do at the studio uh, and again we are on Canal Street so come through you know you know, you can get some ramen at Canal Street Market and then oh, come yeah. by the studio. Yeah. Uh, Canal and Green. Um, Check out the beautiful mural by Richard too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rich, yeah. yeah. Hell beautiful yeah. mural in the, in the office. Yes. Actually, you know what? Speaking of uh, never sleeping, like I, I remember I spent the night there that night just to yeah. crank that. And then, uh, yeah, I was climbing a ladder for a couple of days. That's for sure. Our couch has housed like a lot of people mm-hmm. sleeping. Like I slept there for like a couple of days yes. when I was painting the cubes. Oh, nice. Yeah, you I slept bet. there. Uh, when you were painting the mural, like I slept, there. Right. I slept there after our party, Jens just slept there. <laughs> you slept there after the party. Like, yeah, people just like um, crash on our couch, and we fucking. Oh yeah. yeah. When's the next Sunday afternoon party? We're figuring that out. Really? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We're, we are figuring out like the next show slash party. Got it. Uh, we you obviously will be one of the first people to know, so you can announce it on this lovely podcast. Oh fuck yeah. yeah yeah of course definitely with that. and um yeah what else uh oh look out for the project that uh, you and i did for yes, undo undo magazine coming out yeah 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 absolutely shout out to sophia chang shout out to sophia thank you and uh shout out to we, joanna yeah we have we have we have a lot of cool work coming out we do um so it's you know exciting times yeah. yeah it's gonna be a fun summer it is yeah thanks, thanks for having man. us thank you Rich. oh since Thank you for being here. Since you know the very first episode, it's been a, it's been a long way. Yeah, so. it has. Well, uh, this one will sound definitely better <laughs> than those first couple <laughs> episodes, um, but also I think that it's it's a beautiful experience to 
sit down with uh, two really good friends and just really chop it up and such a, you know, make good energy and hopefully energy yeah. that that translates out to some of our listeners who are uh, fans of uh, both of you and uh, absolutely you know, I think of whatever you know, this is. Yeah, I think you you've built you know your dedication to building a platform like first generation burden has 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 been really you know a bright spot i think oh thanks man like i appreciate that i know, agree it's speaking it's, of sacrifice it's so tough it does. It, i know so it's tough. tough it's tough it's tough and 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 you're not you're not giving up and you're dedicated to it and i think yeah. that, that's amazing um and it's been it's been what almost three years now uh since 2016 uh yeah yeah jc you're gonna have to hold in that piss just a little bit longer <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm here just rocking back and forth. <laughs> yeah totally yeah your bladder is about to explode um yeah i've been doing it since 2016 and uh 22 episodes in the tank oh no that of uh, within the history i have yeah. three in the tank right now that i got a couple of them recording today and um Season four about to drop. It's it's really exciting and uh, season four. Season four. Dang, that's I know. amazing. I know. I'm trying to do a couple more live events too. The AIGA one with at Purpose with yeah. with Zipong, Eugenia, and Kelly. Like that really popped off, and you know, it's I I'm just excited that people are excited, and you know, hopefully, I can just give or provide a conduit for some inspiration for yeah some, absolutely for some I, think I, think I think you do i think yeah. you do i think yeah. you do and every episode. i think i think you guys do too thanks thanks yeah, yeah i think we try we try yeah. you know so i'll hold hands right now <laughs> i know i'll do oh, it we're actually doing it i love you guys i love you too. love you too man all right bang peace I kind of love the way that ended. We actually did hold hands at the very end of that episode. And uh, I love those guys. So this is really fun. And thanks for listening to that. You can find this podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you get podcasts. Go to firstgenburden.com to get all the episodes. We're active on Instagram. So go to at firstgenburden on Instagram. Uh, You can find me, your host, Rich2, at rich underscore tu on the various social medias. Again, thank you to Listening Party and Canal Street Market where this is recorded. Follow them at at Listening Party Presents, also at Canal Street Market. It's a great place if you just want to pick up some stuff and just chill out and have some great food. Also, see some uh, cool podcasts being recorded in that ba- in that studio back there. Thanks to Desjin for their support. Ben Sounds on Music. Thank you for checking out Season 4 of First Generation Burn. Be safe, everyone. See you next week. Bye.